Let me go here. Um, okay, so so the planet Pluto, uh, you know, it takes 15 years to go through one sign. And so then everybody born in that same amount of time is has the same Pluto sign. So it's kind of like your group, you know. Uh, and so I think I think it's a better way of separating out generations than what you get in popular culture. Like, uh, like you have the hippies, uh, Generation X, and then millennials, and then Zoomers. Like that's the popular culture generations, right? So then. Um, all the hippies have Pluto and Leo and Le Pluto and Leo means like, you know, that that's like the music, the art, the creativity, the dance, you know, it's all about expression. It has to do with like childhood and play and, uh, but it can also be like self-absorbed and you just make a big show of things, but you don't really get much done or, um, you know, you, you bring about a huge social cultural revolution, but you sell out to capitalism. Like that would be one, one example. So, uh, so that's Pluto Leo. And then Pluto Virgo, Virgo is like details, perfectionist, uh, purification, doing the job that nobody else wants to do. So that's like Obama. Obama is Pluto Virgo and like, so he, he, he was good for incremental change in the healthcare system, but he didn't go anywhere near like true uh, social justice in terms of income inequality and class. Like he bailed out the banks. So, okay, so then uh, Pluto and Libra, that's me, my group. I'm like the beginning of that group. And I can't tell because it's who I am, so I can't tell what it is about. Like, I, haven't, I mean, it's kind of Generation X. Uh, like, I grew up watching MTV, and, like, uh, I had, like, you know, the first Apple II computer. Uh, so Libra is about fairness, uh, balance, harmony. But it's also about justice and, like, clarifying, you know, dynamics. So it, it gets into, like, relational issues um like libra rules relationships so so maybe it means like our job is to create new uh relationship categories or something like that like maybe that's mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do uh, but it's like okay like generation x it's like you you know what you know now you know why the world is messed up but you can't do anything about it because it's like still uh afraid to act or something like that i don't know okay so then the millennials are pluto and scorpio and scorpio mm -hmm. is uh money sex death and rebirth right so i think they could be the socialist revolution like like they might actually uh because they can Okay, so, so socialism, the idea that you have to uh, go to work for someone who's your boss and they tell you what to do and you have no say in the in decision making. Uh, like Marxism has historically shown why that's happened and what's wrong about it. But 
uh, if you're Pluto and Scorpio, you would feel it instinctually. Like you would just feel it like, uh, like I don't want to be in this kind of power situation. Like this sucks. Why would I want to do this? So they have like a, a, a built-in intuitive drive that could be channeled towards socialist revolution. So this is like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's like Democratic Socialist of America. So it's like... And she's back for another term, which we love. Yeah, she got reelected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Pluto in Sagittarius, which if you're during your normal age of college, now you're in college, like that's you guys. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you have to look at your chart because I want to see like, yeah. Um, so Pluto and Sagittarius, Sagittarius is about religion, philosophy, travel, wisdom. Uh, so your job may be to transform religion. Yeah. So uh, like we have to get rid of the Nicene Creed and the, like, the official doctrine in Christianity that says this is the one and only way, because then that creates this separation and then that's there the whole problem starts from there so it's like exclusivism in religion i think to me that's that's one of the targets that has to be like focused on yeah uh and then so pluto and capricorn which is what's happening now so we're, we're still in pluto and capricorn which is the uh, Capricorn is structure, law, the rules, and Pluto is, again, Pluto is this energy of transformation, death, and rebirth. So Pluto and Capricorn, you would have this whole issue around police violence, like that would like come up. I mean, it's always been there, but now it's like more directly connected with the rest of the societal structure. So, uh, But we're going to eventually go to Pluto and Aquarius uh, within the next, I don't know, five years or something. I, I got to look. That's my dog. What are you barking at, Ralph? Good Lord. Right, hold on. Yeah. Okay, so Pluto and Aquarius. Aquarius is. <laughs> also a revolutionary planet. Uh, Aquarius rules like psychic energy and like the unconscious, uh, like sudden bolt, sudden bolt of lightning kind of inspiration or aha moment kind of thing. Uh, so Pluto, Pluto and Aquarius could also be a whole other revolutionary thing that happens, but on a more psychic level. Uh, so, so what I'm what what I'm interested in is what would the Pluto Scorpio people do during the Pluto and Aquarius time? So that's a whole other concept is like what your sign is and how you relate to the current like Pluto sign. Right, hold on a second. I got him, don't worry.
So Pluto and Aquarius could be this whole kind of psychic revolution as well, which would mean like your job as Pluto Sagittarius is preparing, you have to prepare the mythology for the psychic uh, transformation. Yeah. So, th so this whole teaching on Taoism with the, the sexual energy, the breath energy, and then Shen is heart-mind, which is just awareness itself. Uh, and then there's like the celibate path or the tantric path, but you're still like working with the sexual energy and channeling the energy and stuff. So it's like, I think the Pluto Scorpio people have to learn Taoist practice. Like that, they have to like, like uh, level up as it were. <laughs> like they have to level up their alchemical process because uh, they're still stuck right now in scientific materialism and so you just, we can't, we can't compete with dogmatic Christianity with scientific materialism. Like that won't uh, be able to like change the culture. Like you have to have some transcendent mythology and ritual and practice as part of the worldview. So then this like Buddhism, Taoism, yoga thing could come up as uh a new religious movement, if the Pluto Scorpio people can get over the scientific materialism, because there's no proof that consciousness can be reduced to matter. That hasn't been proven yet, but they dogmatically assert that it is. Yeah. Uh, Ali, you had a question? Um, yeah, so I was wondering, because I heard somewhere, like, I don't know, probably, I don't know, it's the internet, so, like, I don't know. But that Scorpio is all about, like, death and rebirth, though. Yeah, it is. And so yeah. would that, like, is that why, like, this, like, could work? Like, if they, like, bring a death to, like, the religious aspect of, like, because, it, it, I mean, to be fair, like, millennials are, like, very out there with everything, yeah. which is cool. So it's, like, bringing a death to like the old way that we thought but then the whole sagittarius thing is going to help us like transform into the aquarius thing yeah would that be kind of what would happen or like something like that theoretically yeah. we have to uh as pluto pluto sagittarius your job is to create good vibes like that's your job yeah. uh, <laughs> and then you can just kind of lead people along you know like uh you just make it obvious. Yeah. Um, well, so, so socialism, Marxism came up in the enlightenment era in Europe, which is like when the whole, uh, you know, rational mind science worldview emerged. Um, So it's like uh, Marxism has been deeply wed with the scientific materialist view. And so then, so the belief is, you know, we're alive now, uh, make the best of it. Don't be a jerk. And then uh, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So that, so it, it can have this kind of drama about the present lifetime as the only lifetime, right? You know, 
Uh, so then everything is like seen in that view. Uh, so that's like the, I just watched this uh, uh, mindfulness movement movie that just came out and it's like, it's like a paid advertising kind of thing basically. Uh, so it's just like, well, what's known as medicalized mindfulness where it's meditation just in scientific materialism. Like you, you're just, you know, enjoying nature. That's like, apparently that's the big thing. <laughs> but there's no transcendent like nirvana. Like it's just, oh, you're present. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like there were these socialists, there's, well, apparently there's a growing socialist group that are into Buddhism, but they got connected to Buddhism at this I, Insight Meditation Society in Boston. And that's where mindfulness-based stress reduction was spawned. Yeah. So, so MBSR is like the big, uh, they call it the gold standard of mindfulness because they, for clinical, like you know good for your health good for your blood pressure uh makes you less of a jerk so i mean that's it's all good stuff but that's they, they say that's it they don't say there's anything else you know so uh so anyway so so the the we have to focus on the buddhist socialists and convert them first i think that's the first people to get <laughs> I think we need like mass, uh, you know, psychedelic, like Grateful Dead concert kind of thing. Yeah. Did you hear about Oregon? No. They legalized, or they're in the process. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, everything got legalized. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if we're Pluto Sagittarius, like I am Sagittarius, so I relate with you people. Like, uh, uh, if we're Pluto Sagittarius, like we have to, we could easily beat the Grateful Dead in terms of like. Uh, ritual music. I mean, we could just get some kind of like Afro-Cuban thing going on, and it's like mm -hmm. much better. And then, like, the, so, that, but the, but I think the other thing are like the stories, right? So, like TV, film, like that would also be like, uh, I, I, like I want to be able to go to South Park and like, uh, like just make like this is the christian view this is the buddhist view this is the uh scientific materialist view you know and then show like what comes out of their head you know <laughs> anyway i'm just rambling now uh but <laughs> the, the main takeaway the socialists have to level up by learning uh taoist yoga that's the yeah and then the pluto and sagittarius you already you don't need persuading, you just need to go into it, like actually. Your job will be the spiritual practice, their job is the socialist revolution. Yeah. And like putting it that way. Yeah. So that means like getting into contemplative practice and uh, uh, like the Catholic Church has amazing contemplative tradition, like, like, you know, they, they achieve union with God, which is probably similar to Nirvana. Uh, the problem is the, the power structure on top that's messed up, like that's the, 
the official doctrine that says this religion is better than the other religion. So then if you're not in this religion, then you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. So it's like this, it's like a weird dysfunctional family that you're being forced to join. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you can make it work for you as a family or whatever, but if you just think about it and then how that belief system has been used uh, to systematically exploit anyone who's not white, male, straight, Christian. So then uh, Buddhism's good because it's like against the caste system. That's the problem with Hinduism is it doesn't, uh, it doesn't get rid of the caste system. So that's their big obstacle. But maybe Chinese Buddhism uh, can like be the main player. So then we could reactivate Buddhism in India.